Oh, snap! The world is finally waking up to the crap that's baked into and sprayed on kibble dog food. No longer can commercial pet food manufacturers fool us with pretty pictures and false promises. This is the raw dog food truth. The view and opinions expressed on this podcast are not intended to replace medical advice. Before starting any raw diet, do research, ask lots of questions, and consult your vet. Well, hello, raw feeders. I'm Dee Dee Mercer Moffat, the CEO of Raw Dog Food and Company, where your pet's health is our business and we're friends. Don't let friends feed kibble. Well, a short announcement Yappy Hour has officially moved from Thursday night to Wednesday night here at Raw Dog Food and Company. So make sure you get over to our site every Wednesday from 6 p.m. Mountain Time to uh, until midnight, where you will see the food, the supplements, the bones, and the treats are all going to be on sale. All right. So a lot of you ask us if we have, you know, discounts or auto ship or things like that. Currently, we don't have auto ship. Hopefully, we will in the upcoming months. Um, discounts, we try to keep all of our prices low for everyone. So we don't necessarily have specific discounts. We can do uh, first-time customers discounts. Just email us and we'll get you that. But here at Raw Dog Food and Company, we try to keep everything low for everybody, whether you have a teeny weeny or a giant breed, okay? Uh, Get over to rawdogfoodandcompany.com. Don't forget that we have great, great nutritionists. Neely Piazza is one. Dr. Judy Jasek is uh, still doing Zoom with you. And so that's fabulous. Dr. Andy is also Zooming around the country. So these professionals, these long-term veteran raw feeders and health professionals can help you get your dogs on the right track. All right. So just get over to our experts section. Well, today is Tuesday. That means it is Brian's day or Brian's beef. So this week, what does Brian have a beef with? Chunky dogs. Let's just call it what it is, Brian. Let's call it fat. Fat dogs. Because we see a lot of fat dogs. And I don't think that people realize how fat their dogs are until they get on a species-appropriate diet. And I will say this, that I still see dogs on a raw diet too heavy. Okay, so we got to make sure that they have a figure eight. All right. What does that mean? That means that from the shoulders to the hips, right behind those ribs, it comes in, comes in, sucks in right there and causes a figure eight. Now, we don't want to be able to see ribs, ribs or hip bones, but leaner dogs do live longer. All right. So remember that. All right. So. Here is Brian's beef um, with chunky dogs. He says, I say this not to shame anyone or any dog, but to talk about the easiest way to give your pet better health. That's why we say leaner dogs live longer. All right, 56% of dogs in the U.S. are overweight or obese. Beasts, and most pet parents don't even know that their dog is indeed one of them. Is your dog fat? Take a look. All right. Most of these dogs are kibble fed, but raw fed dogs are not exempt 
from being a bit fluffy, as Brian says. That's a nice way of putting it, Brian. Obesity is our pet's most significant health threat, and we all have the power to control and prevent it. Obesity is not just a cosmetic issue. Obesity has links to arthritis, chronic kidney disease, bladder and urinary tract disease, liver disease, low thyroid hormone hormone production, diabetes, heart failure, high blood pressure, and the big C, cancer. The physiological effects of extra weight on pets are much more concentrated than for us humans, right? An additional five pounds on us is no big deal. Oh, speak for yourself, Brian. It is on short people like me. But anyway, on a dog, it's significant and it could be catastrophic for the kitty kitties. Meow. I do see some really bad cats out there. All right. So Dr. Carol Osborne, who is an integrative veterinarian in Ohio, says being just 10% overweight, okay, 10% overweight decreases a dog's lifespan by one third. To put that in perspective, a dog should weigh 50 pounds or who should weigh 50 pounds and is 10% overweight with just five extra pounds. What? I read that wrong. Being just 10% overweight decreases a dog's lifespan by one third. To put that in perspective, a dog that should weigh 50 pounds is 10% overweight. Oh, with just five extra pounds. Okay. Yes, I read that wrong. All right. So beyond feeding our dogs too much food, there's another factor contributing to pet parents overfeeding their dogs. And they're doing this without even realizing it. What is that? Well, that is overestimating their dog's activity level. Now, most of us have heard that we should feed our pets between 2 and 3% of their ideal body weight. Now, have you ever thought about how broad of a range that is? Brian says a 75-pound dog at 2% will eat 1.5 pounds daily or 1.5 pounds daily. And at 3%, 2.25 pounds daily. Now, that is three quarters of a pound difference, almost a half a roll if you're looking at our two-pound rolls, okay? Now, that, yes, Brian, is a significant amount of food. So, how do you know where your pet falls on that spectrum and whether you should feed them two, two and a half, or 3% of their ideal body weight? Now, most feeding calculators out there base their feeding amounts on one of three activity levels. So here's the levels, not very active, somewhat active, and very active. We are changing our calculator, by the way. We have a new calculator that will come where you will be able to put these things in it, all right? But let's just go over this in the meantime. A not very active dog, that's going to be at that 2% level. 
A very active dog is going to be at the 3% of their ideal body weight. That's how much you would feed them, okay? And somewhat active is going to be in the middle of that at 2.5%. Now, many pet parents, they make the mistake of overestimating their dog's activity level. And they jump right into that 2.5% or even that 3% of their ideal body weight. And that is going to lead to extra weight. Raw fed dogs are not exempt from becoming chunky because they get too much food. And that's right. Now, our current calculator on our website, guys, is a 2.5% of your dog's ideal body weight. We do this for a couple of reasons. Let me say this, that that's right in the middle of the two and the three. So we put it at two and a half percent. Plus, if you find that your dog needs less amount of food because you are seeing that they are looking fluffy, as Brian says, or chunky, then you're going to feed them less food and you're going to be happy because you're going to spend less money. I don't like to start people out at the lowest point and then say, oh, guess what? Uh, we're doing the bait and switch and uh, we just told you that your dog only needed this amount of you know, food and it's a whole lot less, but guess what? You got to pay a whole lot more money and feed them more. So that was the thinking behind putting the 2.5% in our calculator. However, we are going to bring in a new calculator and let you make the judgment call. If your dog is very active, somewhat active, or yeah, not really. Okay. Sort of like me. I mean, how much do you exercise? Man, I bust my cojones down at the warehouse. And so to want to get in the gym after that sometimes is, yeah, I would say not very active. All right. We're going back to Brian. So Brian says, not very active. Okay. Not very active for a dog. Sounds like couch potato. Many pet parents, they do say this. They say, I walk fluffy every day. Now, no way is my dog not very active because you walk him every day. All right. But Brian says the truth is this. Most dogs in the U.S., yeah, they're not very active. <laughs> and he says mine included. Not very active. What is that? Well, it describes a dog who gets one Maybe two, you know, morning and night daily walks where there's a lot of stop and smell the roses time, right? They walk a little ways and yeah, and you're pulling the chain. Come on, let's go. Uh, but it also describes the dog who gets to run around the yard or plays the occasional game of fetch or tug. That's what, you know, not very active dogs look like. That's true. Some of you are like, what? All right, so let's go to the next level. The next level is somewhat active. Somewhat active. What does that look like? Well, that's for a dog who is actively training, actively training several times a day, or who goes on strenuous or long walks or hikes every day, right? But, but the question is, what, it, what is a strenuous walk? What does that look like? And Brian says a strenuous walk is the kind of walk where fitness, fitness is the goal. 
the heart rate stays elevated and there's no stopping every five seconds to pee, mark the spot, smell the roses, okay? If if that does not describe your walk, your dog is not very active. And then you probably want to feed him in that 2% range, okay? So what is a very active dog? What what does a very active dog look like? Well, these are going to be your working dogs and your competition dogs, those doing daily agility or something similar to that, okay? So let's don't get these two confused. Dogs at this activity level likely do not work this hard every day and 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 therefore they do not get fed at this activity level every day. Okay, so when you look at the feeding calculator, you don't have to feed what the calculator says every day of your dog's life. Now, feed the dog in front of you, meaning feed the dog that you see. If you see a fluffy, chunky dog, let's bring that amount down. And trust me when I tell you that ounces are a lot of food. All right, so if you're used to feeding, let's just say 10 ounces and you pull that down to eight, that's a lot of ounces throughout the week and your dog's body composition will change given that you are feeding something different and a variety that you're feeding a little bit higher fat, a little bit lower fat, okay? So we wanna check that as well. Feed the dog in front of you, feed the dog you see, and then you know, feed them more if they need more. Feed them less if they need less. Or if they've reduced their activity level throughout the week. Or maybe you've, let's say you've uh, sprained your ankle and you can't take the dog out to be more active. Adjust the dog's food. I do get this question out. People are like, my dog's too skinny. Okay, feed more. My dog's too fat. Feed less. It's that simple. <laughs> it really is. Feed more, feed less, like you. I mean, come on, guys. If you've gained weight, right? So it's not that complicated. You eat less. But also for humans, a calorie is not just a calorie. And so it is in the dog food as well. But most of you guys that are listening, you're raw feeders. Um, In in our raw food, it's either going to be fat or protein. Very little carbohydrates in there. But in kibble-fed dogs, uh, this is this is something very different. They are malnourished, getting half nutrition and getting a lot of carbs and therefore a lot of calories. All right, so Brian finishes up by saying, uh, please take an honest look at your pet's activity level and if necessary, adjust the adjust the intake. All right, not. A, a not very active dog. Yeah, let's not shame him. We're not shaming. You don't need to be ashamed of having a not very active dog. I mean, it it's the reality for most dogs. But here's the best part. If you have a not very active dog, that means you get to feed less. And that means, uh, yeah, you get to save some money on your raw dog food. And get rid of some of those extra pounds your dogs may be carrying around. Uh, Maybe you you have no idea where those pounds even came from. 
They came from the bowl. But anyway, and a not very active dog. Lastly, Brian says, as always, this is not medical advice and every dog is different. Some may have a condition that makes weight management difficult or has to eat more or less food than a calculator recommends. And in those cases, consult your healthcare professional and follow their advice. C-Y-A, B, C-Y-A. I see what you're doing there. Good for you. Covering your derriere, your sphincter. We could call that C-Y-S, cover your sphincter. Yeah, I like that one better than the C-Y-A, don't you? Thanks, Brian. We appreciate everything you have to say. Get over to rawdogfoodandcompany.com, guys. I mean, we have a great learning center. (laughs) Your grand dog moaning and groaning in the background. That's not me. Just saying. Uh, We have a great learning center. We have great consultants. We have great food. We have amazing treats that have nothing in them. We just got a new shipment of treats today. Uh, Turkey tendons, beef lung, bison lung. Guess what we have back? Yeah, that's right. Lamb lung, bison tripe, bully sticks, turkey tendons, beef liver. Uh, Yeah, we've got a lot of amazing treats that will not make your dog shoot it out the backside because it's processed. Not going to happen. All right, everybody, get over to rawdogfoodandcompany.com where your pet's health is our business and we're friends. Don't let friends feed kibble. We'll see you tomorrow, everybody, with the part two of Dr. Judy Jasek's talk from last week. Bye-bye. Oh, snap. Find out how you can start your dog on the road to health and longevity. Go to rawdogfoodandcompany.com, where friends don't let friends feed kibble and where your pet's health is our business. Just snap.